back to On the Block with Strick and Nate on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back to On the Block 93.7 The Ticket. My name is Nate Brennan. He is the Husker Hall of Famer, nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. 402-464-5685. That's the Sarder Heyman text line Honda of Lincoln Hotline. As always, we want to hear from you. We want to know what's on your mind because a lot happening in college football and a lot to discuss in the Big Ten. You can also check us out on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. I have a request. If you head over to YouTube, go ahead and give us a like, give us a share, give us a subscribe. We just hit over 2,000 and we're looking for more. Our goal is now 3,000. Help us reach that goal, please. Tell your friends, tell your mom, tell your cousins, tell anybody you know to go ahead and subscribe to YouTube, our YouTube page, 93.7 The Ticket. You will not be disappointed. Again, 402-464-5685. Start our text line, Honda Lincoln Hotline. Strick, let's start breaking this down because um, a, a very interesting week in, in the Big Ten and I'll go ahead and start out with uh, Cincinnati and Indiana because obviously we're going to be facing off against Indiana this upcoming Saturday night game, by the way. Good homecoming matchup. Um, Indiana starts out their season 23-20 to with, with a win over Illinois. Uh, they then go on to beat Idaho, barely escape Western Kentucky 33-30 to in overtime at home. Then they travel to Cincinnati to take on the Bearcats, uh, that one looked pretty rough. The score wasn't even really too much of an indication. Uh, going into the the halftime, it was thirty eight to ten Cincinnati. The final score would end up being forty five to twenty four. Um, what are kind of your takeaways from this Indiana squad? Because as it currently stands, they are three and one. I think every Nebraska fan out there would dig a three and one record right now. But Indiana kind of got exposed against Cincinnati. Like this is. Not a good football team. This is offensively not a good football team. Defensively not a good football team. Like the window is open for Nebraska, and I know that it's tough to find hope in these situations. But genuinely, I don't know if I would find outside of maybe Northwestern. We all know how that went. I don't know if you could find a better matchup here than Indiana. I would have to agree. Indiana's Indiana basically is not a very good offensive team no um because Cincinnati's not a dominant defensive team right they have some dominant pieces some of their linebackers are good uh you know the the pace the pace brothers uh are really good but outside of that they're there it's not nothing that they do specifically well on defense I mean they're not a dominant defensive team right and yet Basilek only Basilak only complete. He completed under fifty percent of his passes. Yeah. Plus, he was only a forty-two point five, forty-three QBR. Crazy, right? They have no yes. chance outside of Cam Camper. There's nobody that they have no. is spectacular no. on the no. offensive side of things, right? Their their run game is so abnormally basic that they don't. There's nothing that they do well, and so I'm I'm saying to myself. If, if Nebraska falls short, I don't know what to say, bro, because there's just nothing about Indiana that's scary. There's nothing frightening. There's nothing about Indiana that would pose a, a major threat to us. But we said that about Northwestern. So at right. the same time, I'm just I'm just want to I'm, I'm at a come and see mode. I'm, I'm at a show up and, and let me peekaboo. I mean, peek around the corner and 
checking the door and see if there's something going on on the other side. That's what I'm on right now. I'm, I'm not, I'm not, you know, looking for Nebraska to do anything. Or I, I'm just hoping that they're able to perform and, and take advantage of a bad Indiana right. team. And for what it's worth, too, Indiana kind of uh, running back you in a sense. I mean, they go from Jordan Howard to Tevin Coleman to Stevie Scott and you kind of expect Indiana to at least pound the rock. That's kind of been their bread and butter in the Big Ten over the past decade or so, and that's really just not the case. I mean, I mean, for what it's worth, they ran for one and a half yards a carry, or 1.8 to be exact. Now, Connor Bazelak did have four, only two sacks, right? And and Connor Bazelak had minus only 41 rushing. I know, and it's 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 one of those yeah. things that like. It's like this on. offense is this this offense is honestly garbage. Like it's bad, and, and we know the black shirts have struggled. Especially the secondary can kind of be a big part of that. Even you can throw the front seven. Honestly, as a whole, the black shirts have looked terrible. If there's an offense to turn it around on, it's Indiana. Like you said, Strick Connor Bazelak threw the ball sixty six times, sixty six, and completed thirty one of those passes, averaging four yards a pass. Like. Yeah, they exposed themselves against Cincinnati for what they are, and you might look at and the Cincinnati's record. Cincinnati's not that dominant. No, no, it, it isn't. It wasn't like they're playing. Uh, shoot, I mean, it wasn't like they're playing Georgia. You know what I'm saying? Any type of defensive team like that, there's there's nothing no. spectacular about about this Cincinnati team. They're not dominant on the defensive side. They were potent on the offensive side right. last year, and obviously that's what they did. But man, they, I'm I'm just like. You know, I mean, two weeks. I mean, you've had two weeks now. Right. You've had two Bingo. weeks of film. Right. You've had two weeks to get yourself together. You have two weeks to perk yourself up and pick yourself up off the ground uh, to get out of the shade room. You had all these different things now for two weeks. So if you do not show up for this game, I don't know what to say. I, I agree. I don't, I don't really know where to go from there. And Todd says currently Nebraska is also not a good football team, which I don't necessarily disagree with there, Todd, but I think there's something to be said for what, what Strick was saying is you look at Indiana, they are traveling, they're going down the road to Cincinnati, get absolutely shut out, like not shut out in the literal terms, but basically smoked. They go into halftime down 38 to 10 and you're exposed offensively, and if there's ever a game for the Black Shirts to gain some confidence and for Nebraska to kind of move forward in the Big Ten, because for crying out loud, like it's crazy that we're sitting here saying, yes, Nebraska's a 1-3 football team. Nebraska's a 1-3 football team, 0-1 in the Big Ten. Your next matchups are Indiana, who looks absolutely terrible, Rutgers, who could only score 10 points against Iowa, Gave up 27. Now, granted, the two of them were uh, turnovers from the defensive side of the ball. That's just kind of what Iowa does. But Iowa blows you out 27-10 to 10 at home, and we already know what Iowa's looked like this season. And then you play Purdue, which Strick is going into my next point. Purdue barely gets past FAU at home, 28-26. to 26. Like, I know that we're kind of sounding the alarms, and I don't blame any of you for doing that. Nebraska has not looked good this season. I'm not going to be here and defend Nebraska, and I'm not going to defend really anyone on the defensive side of the ball, but you look at these games, like, FAU's defense had a chance to beat Aiden O'Connell. We heard about this all season. I know Iowa's arguably one of the best defenses in the Big Ten. Rutgers scored 10 points! Like, if there was ever a three-game stretch where you could be confident and at least some type of confidence in Nebraska strict, it seems like these next three games. 
Did we lose you there for a second, Strick? All right, I think we lost uh, Strick there for a second. Um, hopefully we get we get him. I don't know if he's gonna log out of the stream yard and then come back in. Oh, Strick, you here? Yeah, I'm here. All right, yeah. so what? Uh, d- d- yeah, absolutely, man. It, it's it's. I heard what you were saying, and and the gist of what you were saying is absolutely. I mean, it is a perfect synopsis. It is a perfect setup. Right. It is everything that is perfect. This game right here hinges upon what you're hopefully either going to see going forward or it's going to be a detriment to what you're going to see and be disappointed about with, with regards to Nebraska. Either you're going to see an absolute turnaround of things and things are going to start to reshape. There's going to be energy. There's going to be fire. There's yeah. going to be passion. Or there's going to be the same, the same old, same old. And so here's the problem. The schedule is going to show you what is left. These next three games are all gettable. I'm, you're absolutely right. Everybody that's on the text line, everybody that's streaming in, Dion Pryor, all of you guys, BJ, all of you guys, you guys are basically letting me know that right now is the time. If it don't do it now, there's nothing you can tell me about my uh, Wisconsin. There's nothing that's going to change right. down the line. There's nothing that's definitely going to change in the big house. So at this point, these games are, are especially these next two, are imperative as far as what you're going to see or hopefully see regarding the Big Ten West. And and I think, too, we can kind of come to an agreement. Minnesota absolutely smacks Michigan State. Yeah, Minnesota's the, the one. Yeah. They're, they're, they're the ones right now. They look like they're the ones. And P.J. Fred yeah. absolutely loves sticking it to Nebraska as much as possible. So they're going to be they're going to be but you don't have to see them right now. You still got some preparation time. You know what I'm saying? Right now yeah. your butt hurts. You got some preparation <laughs> H time. You better you freaking better better pl- apply it and apply it right now because this is the only time you're going to get to do it because when you show up towards the tail end of this schedule and you ain't got it right, ain't no getting it right. Yeah. It's too late. And that's why it- for what it's worth, Minnesota, we'll go over that real quick before we head to break. Uh, on the road against Michigan State, Michigan State fans, unfortunately, calling for Mel Tucker's head. Uh, that buyout's going to be already? Expe- oh, yeah. God dang. Michigan, this was loving yeah. the man just a second ago. Mich- Michigan State fans ha- have seen enough. And Michigan State, starting at 2-2, two and two, made a Peach Bowl appearance last year. For what it's worth, won the Peach Bowl. Now, Kenny Pickett didn't play for Pittsburgh. I don't believe Jordan Addison did as well, so that might have gone into it. But you got to look at Michigan State's trick. I mean, they, they enter the season ranked 15th. You drop a game on the road to Washington. Washington looks like a pretty good team. Minnesota at at home. Minnesota made you look like maybe the worst team in the Big Ten. Like that was absolutely embarrassing. Like an embarrassing loss. And Michigan State's coming from El Tucker, and that's again going to be a really, really expensive buyout. Yeah, that's a lot of of cheeseola. You got to pay a lot of cheeseola to get out of that one, right? Uh, Yeah, you you might be stuck with that one, my boy. Yes. I I don't see that happening anytime soon simply because of the money. I mean, you got a 10-year, $95 million contract. Again, I don't know what the buyout is, but it's probably going to be expensive. Here's the correlation. This is why we see that it don't work. Here's the correlation. Both Nebraska and both Michigan State did one thing that they have in common. Nate, can you tell me what that is? I'm not sure, actually. They both were heavy, heavy, heavy in the transfer portal. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Both of them were heavy, heavy. So that goes to show you that heavy, heavy, heavy transfer portal action 
does you no good. You can have a moderation of it. You can have pieces of right. it, but you need foundation. You need core. Yeah. You need you need a, a, a unison at the bottom in order for the, the house of cards not to fall. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. When you when you build a house of cards, you don't just build it like with a thin foundation. You build it with a, you build it with a large base. That's what Nebraska doesn't have. That's what uh, Michigan State doesn't have. And you try to jump in the transfer portal in order to uh, mitigate that problem. But you can see it don't work. So I would venture to say that if Nebraska hopefully doesn't go heavy. Hopefully this was the foundational foundational pieces will begin to uh, uh, accumulate and the recruiting uh, grounds and all of those that came in will begin to see and solidify so that they can become better because of the, the transfer portal don't work. Yeah, I, it, you, you need that foundation. Funny. And for what it's worth, Strick, when you talk about that foundation, Tanner Morgan, it feels like that guy's 35 years old at this point. He throws for 268 yards, three touchdowns, 97 QBR. Against- 23 for 26, yeah. my boy. He yeah. was having just – Yeah, it was lights out. Sock him. He, shit, yeah. he was just and, and that's the thing, too. In Minnesota, it looks like their offensive line is as advertised, too. They average five yards a carry on the ground. Looks like Minnesota's probably your team to beat in the Big Ten West because real quickly, uh, Strick, as we go to break, Ohio State beating Wisconsin 52-21. to Players wearing Apple Watches on the field. I mean, not taking Wisconsin seriously, literally at all. So th- th- there's a window for Nebraska. Listen, I'm not saying Big Ten West champions, but that 6-6 six and six number that we're all trying to get to make a bowl game, the window's open. It's there. It's definitely something to watch, especially heading to this Indiana. Illinois game. is three and zero. Illinois three and zero in the Big Ten. Yep, it, it, it's something. To, it's, yeah, it's all something to think about. Okay. Also, something to th- look at. Uh, shootout with Strick is next. Go ahead and give us a call 402-464-5685. $15 Buffalo Wings ranks on the line. Coming up next on the block. <laughs> 